Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Slow Beef. With me, of course, my good friend Devious Vacuum. What's up, gamers? My good friend Jim. Hello, everyone. My good friend Turbo C. Can I offer you a nice banana in these trying times? <laughs> <laughs> my good friend Oren Ronan. Good evening. And together, we are the studs of Shibuya. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Listen, before we begin, I'll say something. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I think we've we've all kind of struggled a little bit with how to tell this 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 story per se, this chapter especially because yeah, and it's going to be like that for the rest of the game too. Yeah. Yep. I I, ha- I well, yeah I should have mentioned this before. I have a possible proposal that we can talk about at the end, but for you listeners, you might just have to wait. Dun dun dun. Also, it took a while for us to get through chapter two, but the amount of notes that I have is not that many. It is an, a normal amount of notes. There isn't that much story. Yeah, this isn't. A, yeah, the content isn't a lot. The gameplay is something too. Like the, it's more the gameplay is like the, you are moving around a lot more than it is actual knowledge of the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. I think. Um, yeah, I was also thinking too. Like, even if we like centered on a playthrough. You know, meaning Devax because she takes notes. Um, you know, it would probably be fine too because then, as we remember details and things like that, we could chime in with that. Oh, wait, 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 that can't happen and things like that because of this person and all that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the like bad endings. Yeah, we should just try to get most of the bad endings, and then we would experience most of what's going on. Mm. I don't think I'm good at getting the bad endings. Like, I I'm having a lot of trouble with it. Um, Aren't you good at video games? I that's I mean I am a pro gamer. This is the problem, <laughs> but um, the problem is it switches between like whether the correct answer is the one that you think is right or the one that is nonsensical. Yeah. yeah, so you can't just pick the answer you think is the worst idea every time and be like, this will be a surefire way to get a bad end, because it's, like, comical sometimes. And it th- It's like, oh, no, you're supposed to drink the poison. Right, or, like, sometimes, too, then you'll have to have somebody, like, get a bad... Like, I was surprised one of them is you get a bad end as one character, but it also opens a bad end for another character without having made other choices. Yeah, I, I just straight up consulted. I consulted a... So there is a... um combination of like it's not it's not even spoiler heavy it's just a combination of correct ending order with bad ending numbers linked to a youtube video of just the ends of the bad ends oh like the hint <laughs> well not even the, the hint just like okay here's the choice you have to make to the bad end so like all the backstory behind it is not included ah uh. And that helped me for, like, I wanted to chase down the last two. And, uh, and yeah. that was the way I did it. So that may be something we need to do going forward if we want to know those. Yeah, in, in Japanese, in Japanese, there are a lot, lot of, like, straight walkthroughs on the net. So I'm, I'm consulting those. Uh, and they're, they're not, not spoilerific, so. How many bad endings have there been so far by the end of Chapter 2? 16. Okay, so I only missed four so far. So that's not bad. Yeah, and one was completely optional. Like, you had to seek it out. I don't think any of them are actually, but you some are, some are harder because it's 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 really easy to get the conditions that um, uh, cause it out of the way early. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen was completely. It was supposed to be optional according to the walkthrough I had. You want to let's get into it so we can talk about this stuff less obtusely. That's what I say. Okay, let's let's get yep. this the way. Yep. All right. So the beginning of this chapter, we have the 
we have five characters, and yes. at the end of the last uh, episode of this podcast, we were all like, Tama, 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 Tama. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I picked first. And Ta- uh, Tama's route is the story of a girl stuck in a fursuit trying to sell diet drinks. So before I go into it, um, do any of know? Do any of you know why um, she's called Tama? Egg. No. Uh, it's the name of a popular cat. And that's something that would be perfect for a tip. Uh, and I guess, I, I think they just didn't want to post any tips where there weren't any originally, but the game gives them the opportunity to do it. And it's something that you should know. Uh, but Tama is like a cliche name for a cat in Japan. It's like mm. Rex, ah. it's like Rex, Rex or Fido for a dog in English. Mm-hmm. It's just what you call cats. Um, I see. Is there something like that for cats in English? I, I can't think of one. Tabby, maybe. Even though, like... Yeah, naming it after... Uh, naming it Tabby would probably be the closest. Or, like, what naming it what it is. Like, whiskers or boots or something. Yeah, so in, in Japanese, it's, it's... In Japanese, it's Tama for cats and Pochi for dogs. It's just the cliche, like, mm-hmm. default names for cats and dogs. Um, and I don't think it's really a human name, Tama. Uh, it may be a pet name for someone who, who's, who's called some, something else. But I don't think that's a real name. Yeah, she's. Con- it seems like, based on the way they frame it in the dialogue, she's concealing her, uh, um, you know, her, her actual uh, identity. Yeah, but but that's something I think the player should know that that she's called Tama because she's a cat, and and they had a perfect way to put it forward, and they didn't. I think Kitty was probably what you would go with actually, for that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like something you would call a cat that's kind of like a name. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good response if someone was just like, hey, what's your name? Uh, uh, uh Kitty. Oh, that's good. You're wearing right. the cat costume. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, anyway, we all picked her and Ta- uh, Tama, um, who is revealed to be, uh, to be a, a, a lady underneath the cat outfit, um, is selling, she's handing out free samples of a new diet drink, right? Yeah. With a pretty great name. Speaking of names. Burning Hammer. I'll do it then if nobody else Burning wants to. Burning Hammer. Burning Hammer. But like, there's like nine ends in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's gonna burn. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so she's handing out Burning Hammer, or she's trying to hand out Burning Hammer, and it's not going well. Uh. And this is at the time again, ten o'clock. I think it starts at. It goes to eleven, if I remember. Eleven o'clock. Oh, it starts eleven, goes to twelve, right? Yeah. Okay. So. So yeah, um, so in all, in the midst of all the drama and intrigue and stuff, Tama has noticed none of this, I guess, right? And it's just and she's just handing out or trying to hand out free samples. But then two people approach her, I think, right? Yeah, and it's, it's Sasayama. Yeah, and she, she's not she's not very good at yeah she's not very good at giving out free samples. She can't find anyone to give one to. Which seems like the the worst thing to do. <laughs> like, how can you be bad at giving out free samples? A lot of people in this chapter have to do, like, the thing that they're bad at. I, well, to be fair, so, I, you know, I, I work in, like, Manhattan, and I feel like in if in Times Square, especially, if someone tried to give me a free sample, I would just do that whole, like, I don't see you. Like, you just don't exist to me right now. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to keep walking. Yeah, because you get conditioned by the flyer guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, you want to go to a comic show? Hey, what's going to a comic show? Hey, you want to you wanna burn an ammo? Who would Who would accept food? 
Like, dude, someone's just, like, hanging out, like, bottles of mystery liquid, and you're like, mm, yeah, thanks. Like, it's if it's <laughs> if it's not, like, a new flavor of Mountain Dew, and you can see, like, all the Pepsi branding everywhere, like, absolutely not. You'd, you'd be surprised. Actually, you know that you mentioned it, I do remember someone handing out, like, some kind of, like, caffeine drink. Yeah. But, like, I didn't take it, but it was, like, you know what I mean? It was branded enough where you'd say, like, I don't think that's, you know. I have 100% picked up anything that someone says, like, oh, it's a new energy drink. I'm like, whoa, whoa. can't be it hurt to swallow whatever the stranger's giving me. <laughs> <laughs> On my college campus, people would hunt down the energy drink trucks. Yeah. That would oh, just yeah, swing sure. by, so. Yeah. I think I think a diet drink, though, I would never do. You know what I mean? That sounds like you're asking for trouble. Also, it sounds like you're going to be really infused with lots of stuff that would just fuck you up, which is like a lot of college students would just drink that right off the bat. <laughs> Look, just a masked figure approaching you and telling you to drink these mystery chemicals. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> I have to say there probably is someone who'd be like, I always trust a cat person, you know, like <laughs> at TwitchCon. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, Tama is approached by some characters from another, from the previous chapter, the detective Sasayama and another guy, and there's a choice of who to give the supplement to, and that this will ha this will affect the future. Um, but overall, that's it. So you either give away one or you give away none. And uh, and then Tama looks across the square, and her her coworker is a girl in a chicken suit, who's named Cheery. Um, and she was and, being much better attending her time. Yeah, and she's she's like going up to like groups of like women and girls and like high school girls and older women and is like, do you want to try this diet supplement? So like people are actually taking her samples and and uh, Cheery is is kind of uh, aggressive to Tama and she's like, come on, and she's like, oh well, if you can't give yours away, you just give them to me. I'll I'll drink them. And um, <laughs> she's like, all of them? And she's like, yeah, I need to lose weight. It's fine. But like, and doesn't it like if she gives away all her samples, like she gets extra money or something like that? Well, it's just kind of the job. She's expected yeah. to give away her, all her samples. Or not extra, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she has to give them away to get paid or something. And Cherry is the game's way of doing a lot of fat jokes, which is not that good. But... No, no. And also, as soon as we go to, like, if, when she gets out of her suit, they do the... Boom! With the, like, hey, just in case you didn't notice, she's fat. And they keep doing it through the rest of the chapter. It's really just, like, a little bit, like, that's too much. Aw, oh, Shibuya scrambled. How? <sighs> scrambled? Excuse me, scramble. How do you like eggs? <laughs> I mean, all in all, I think she's a good character and stuff like that. It's just, a, it is an unfortunate thing. It, it's... I like her, but the, uh, like, I like, I like Cheery, and I'm sad that the game doesn't seem to like her as much as I do. Yeah, all of the characters in Thomas Route, I, I am a big fan of, like, as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my favorite characters in Thomas Route. So, yeah. so the, the central, like, uh, con uh, like, part of this hour is that there is going to be, um, they're in this, this, like, office building that has a bunch of different offices in it. Um, I think it's called the Nokane Building. And, uh, they, they're gonna have a sales demo there and for Burning Hammer. And Cherry and Tama have to help with the sales demo. And, um, right, oh, and the first time you go through it, if you, if you haven't played anyone else's route, um, they go in, uh, well, I guess we should talk about, like, 
the whole thing. So they go in to like take a break, and it's time for the sales demo. And uh, later on, and they're talking about it, and they like take a break to eat. And um, Tama can't get her suit off. Mm-hmm. And like the zipper doesn't work, and apparently the zipper is connected to both the head and the body. Right. So she can't get out of the costume. Um, yeah. So they're like waiting. And so basically, like, there's a bad ending here where they're, like, waiting for the boss to get there to help, and uh, he doesn't make it. Like, he, <laughs> they look out the the door, and he's being carted off by two guys he owes money to. Loan sharks, I think, right? They even say. Yeah, loan sharks. And you can, like, highlight the word loan shark, and it, like, explains, it gives a very goofy explanation of what a loan shark is. Yeah, I just want to say they kind of like that the... Um woman character that, that's playable is both in a cat costume, apparently for the rest of the game. So <laughs> she's not played for like sexual appeal at all. Mm-hmm. And she's also the comic relief, which is also rare for a woman character. <laughs> and I kind of like that. Mm. I mean, yeah. Tama is also um, a huge baby. Like I, I, like, I cannot mm-hmm. tell if, like, she is like it took me a while for me to be like is she like actually like like medically not doing well in this cat suit or is she just complaining constantly and then it became clear that she was just complaining constantly like she's not gonna die of hunger or pass out or anything like that she's just whining it, it, it can it can get very hot inside of those costumes oh yeah for sure for sure um, but it's just like I was like, is something bad gonna happen to this character? But nothing bad. She's not. It's 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 a joke. So I was able to relax. Yeah, not not during this playthrough. Although what we do see is like uh, so the boss who is uh, Mister Yanagashita um, basically starts playing out in a yakuza cutscene. Like it's just like <laughs> that's exactly what this game is. At yeah. this point, like these side points are just like, yeah, we're just going to do that. We're just going to totally crop from, the, you know, the, this is what we're putting in here. It's really good. Like, it made me laugh a lot because it's just like, you know, they just insert that into the whole playthrough, which I just I just enjoyed. And I, I like the more this game does it, which they do it some more during this chapter is, is pretty much a lot of fun. So do we just want to go through Thomas route like entirely? Yeah, because there's not a lot of spoilers for that. Yeah. Like, when I hit the bad end, obviously I had to, like, go to another route and try to figure out what I was supposed to do. Um, but, uh, like, it's confusing to just jump around everywhere, so... Um, yeah. But basically, um, after you go fix the, the bad end where he gets hauled off, then instead he comes he comes and talks to them, like uh, Jim was just talking about. And um, he gives a... Oh, he gives both of them, like, a sample to try, and, and we had a choice where we can choose to, like, take the sample or not, and, um, he's, and he's like, wait, before, you know, before you try it, like, have you eaten something today? And, uh, Tom was like, well, I just had this whole thing of tea through my mask, so I'm probably okay. This is also such a bad idea to take it from him. Like, when you're stuck in a costume, like, what if what if it gave you the runs? You would be fucked. You'd be stuck in that costume. Are you kidding me? Um, but, <laughs> oh God, such wow. a bad idea. <laughs> All diet supplements, like, so many diet supplements just give you diarrhea. That's how you lose weight from water loss. Somebody shit in my costume. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> um, somebody shit my pants. And, um, so, so he gives the warning, which, like, informs, like, a couple of other bad endings, which is, like, don't drink this if you haven't had anything to eat yet. And it's just, that's just, it just becomes so funny in the other routes where the people drink it. It really is. Yeah, so how, how does great. Burning Hammer work? That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it make you use like, wait? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Burning Hammer is just uh, chili oil. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really, really spicy. And um, if you just drink a bunch of chili oil, you'll... I, I, I don't you know. I lot. mean... It'll make you sweat yeah, a lot. That's why. And also be, be sick. <laughs> Yeah, because I think it's not so much that it's just chili oil, because I think it's, like, it's very concentrated chili oil, because if you just, like, taste a little bit of chili oil, you'll be like, oh, that's that's not good, that that's bad, that's very spicy. <laughs> but, like, if you just chug a shot of, of <laughs> concentrated chili oil, like, your intestines are going to fuck off. And th- that's exactly what happens, because they all drink it in all the other routes, and they're like, this doesn't really taste like anything, this is fine. And then, like, it's uh, suddenly it starts happening. Yeah. <laughs> is like, on the toilet, like, it's coming out of me, like, really hot and hard, like a burning hammer. <gasps> Wait a minute! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but we, yeah, we, oh my gosh. Um, and, um... Oh, I should also say that when Itama tries to take the the head off of the costume, um, she like she she says like, "Oh, my head hurts." Like like something happened earlier. Like like I was hit in the head earlier, but I don't know what that w- what that is. So, like she doesn't talk about it, yeah. which makes me very suspicious that like that's how she's involved in this crime somehow. Like I don't know if she's Maria oh. or not, but like it, it very like I hit you on the head and and like put you in this costume. But but then it flashes back. Th- there's another comment about that later. Yeah, there's another comment. Yeah. Yeah. When, when she thinks about the uh, that was it a necklace that she wants or a bra- yeah, bracelet? Yeah, I think it was yeah. a necklace or ring. I forget what it was, but it was something like another another jewelry thing. It's a necklace, and she's like, "This belongs to me." It also makes her head hurt, and, and she can't figure out why. Yeah, and that's like, yeah, that's like her whole motivation is like she wants this necklace back, so she needs a job. And then it's like, hey, selling burning hammer is a job. I can do that. She's a hundred percent Maria. I'm sorry. Like, I, yeah, I, she has like these weird visions and stuff. Like, yeah, Maria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this is absolutely like they lost her, which is why now they're trying to kidnap the sister whose name is escaping me. Totally. Hitomi. Um, thank you, Hitomi, to like make up for the fact that they lost her. Yeah. So like, like she got away, she got her head hit, she lost her memory, seized the necklace, which somehow got separated from her, is not being sold by this random vendor. I, I'm. I hope I'm not quote unquote spoiling anything, or, or I hope I'm not right, honestly. But like, I feel like. I don't know how else they would do it. Like it's like so odd. All the pieces are there, in my opinion. To be perfectly honest, there, there. I don't know how else you would come out from this chapter without getting that assumption. So if like the game didn't think people would get that assumption, it's a, like that's a failing on the game's part. That's the thing. Yeah, that or there's some huge misdirection. In which case, I'm gonna feel really dumb. Uh, I, uh, which yeah, e- either they're going to follow through on it and it's gonna work, or it's a misdirection and that'll work. But otherwise, yeah. it's a failure. Yeah, otherwise, like, it's, it's being played for, like, a later twist, which is, like, kind of ridiculous in my opinion. No, we, we, we got it, bud. Maria is totally cheery. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, the flashback is basically just that she really wanted this this necklace, and it she needs uh, 
she like had two hundred dollars and she needed two hundred more dollars in order to buy this necklace. And um, so she took this job from this guy who just like ran into her on the street and was like, "Won't you put on this costume and help me? I'll give you, uh, I'll give you the money. I'll give you like, I'm sorry, I, I wrote in my notes a hundred dollars instead of a thousand or ten thousand yen, however many right. ten thousand yen." Um, and um, it's and it's basically like if she goes through the whole sales demo, then she'll make her two hundred dollars so she can buy the necklace. And he, he offered the he offered her one hundred dollars uh, for the work, and then she said she need two hundred. And she, he says if 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 he sells one hundred bottles of this, then he'll give you another bonus of another hundred dollars. Right, and the thing is, even during those scenes where he's making that offer and she's not yet in the cat costume. Like, the camera is purposefully, like, not pointing at her face, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's being, like, obscured in sort of comical ways, which, again, is leading me to say, like, this is Maria, and the game doesn't want me to know yet. Yeah. You know? Because, again, and another strange thing on the game's part is she's twins with Hitomi, which means the second you would see her face, you'd know right away. Yeah. Yeah. That's my first assumption right away. Uh, but we didn't talk about um, Yanagishita's business plan for... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. His his business plan to bankrupt himself. <laughs> he bought 300 bottles for essentially uh 300 bucks each and he was planning to sell them. Yeah, and, and to get into to make a profit he needs to sell each bottle, each tiny bottle for $150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which is where the which is where the game makes a couple of jokes about that should be impossible but you can never underestimate how much that product sell for? Yep. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Good. It's a really good joke. Just in general, like that's a that's a fun joke. <laughs> but yeah, Yagashita is great, and I hope he succeeds. <laughs> <laughs> but so then that's like that's the end of Thomas Shepard. Like then it's been an hour. Like she like flashes back and is like, okay, you know, like this is how I got myself into this mess. I have this mysterious head pain and like that's it. To be continued. Mm-hmm. So that's an hour of Tama, and that was all we you know, there's still a lot of unanswered questions. It was a good hour though. Like it's very like apart from the whole like, you know, hey, we're gonna make fun of fat people like parts. Like it's a very like it's a comical hour of, of experiencing that that playthrough. Mm-hmm. So the next character that I played after that is I just went back to Kano and to to you know because because he was kind of in the middle of something. I actually yeah I actually did go through all the new characters first, but oh yeah, Achi was about to be shot, so that was that's probably more pressing. I tried all the new characters first and then went back to them. Yeah, I started with Kano because I was like ah. Yeah, we were doing stuff with them, and then I realized everyone was probably starting with Tama. And this can really affect which bed dance you're, you're getting, which which character you start with. Yeah. So, let's talk about Kano, because that's the next person that I picked, and that's the next person I have in my notes. Also, Kano's route takes an unexpectedly humorous twist in this, in this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we last left Kano in the last chapter... Everyone got away. The the guy with the suitcase drove away on a motorcycle. The other guy, the the like vaguely Eastern European threatening man, got away as well. And um, 
he's you know he's de- feeling down now, and his boss is like, keep, "We gotta you know we gotta keep going. You all have to find the, the guy with the case and keep tailing him." And so they they find him, they're, or they're looking for him, and they they're gonna keep tailing if they find the guy with the case. And um, as he's gonna do that, he gets a call from his girlfriend Rumi, and um, there's all of a sudden this big story drop where. Kana wants to get married to Rumi, but her father has never even so much as a, as like give him per, like met him. Like he never like he didn't he doesn't never liked him. Like never even met him in person. And now finally today, his father and, and, and Kano Kano went oh, went all the way to Nagano, which is a long way away from Tokyo, to meet to meet her father, and he just turned him away without even seeing him. Yeah. So he's like, it's hopeless. And, and she calls and she's like, my father is here in, in, with me right now in Shibuya. And, you know, we're going to go, you know, we, what, he's ready to meet you at this at this cafe. And um, we should say when he uh, when he asked uh, the dad for he's like, my daughter ain't marrying no cop. That's later. That, that's when he actually talks to him. Oh, I thought it was the first time he talked to him. No, he doesn't get to talk to him the first time. He just, uh, the, like, basically, uh, the dad refuses to speak to him, but later on he learns about the fact that the dad used to be a yeah. cop. Right now he just gets a call from Romy telling him to come to that cafe because her father wants to meet him, uh, but she basically tells him that, finish your work first. You don't have to come straight away. Yep. Which is reasonable. He's, he is in the middle yeah. of a kidnapping investigation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but but you have the choice of like, do you want to try to to get over there, or or do you want to like keep with your uh, with your investigation? Job. Yeah, with your job. And so I had picked, we'll go see the dad because I thought that's a bad idea, right? But it doesn't mess up Kano's route; it messes up um, Minorikawa's route, the reporter. Um, which is that you, you, he stops the cab that Minorikawa's in and it makes him late to, uh, the whole thing that we'll talk about in the other, in his route, um, where he has to stop the publisher from committing suicide because he's bankrupt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, so, so I was kind of, when I played through this, um, I, I was kind of surprised that the game, like, allowed me to make that choice and didn't immediately be like, that. you're shirking your duty, but really you have to not shirk your your duty in the end. Um, you just don't mess up Kano, you mess up someone else. Yeah, there are a lot of these. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, if if, if if you start with with Minorikawa, you get that bad ending. So the game always yeah. assumes that you pick the worst choices if you didn't get to them yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because I did Minorikawa next, and I got stuck immediately on the fact that Kana. it's actually kind of interesting how it works. Because, um, for example, in, in, in later in Minorikawa's um, story, you get a choice that can make a bad end for Tama. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you play Tama first, um, you don't get that bad ending because Minorikawa has a bad ending himself. That's before that. But if you pass Minorikawa's bad ending. And then you play Tama, you do get you do that, get that bad ending because it assumed that you made that wrong choice with Minorikawa, even if, the, if you didn't make it yet. It's all very complex the way the way it works. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. Well, it just if it's null, then it's also wrong, right? Like this game doesn't want you to have a prime route that you can just like 
quickly slip through to get through yeah. like all these characters. It wants you to get into the details of the characters. Yep. Yeah, and 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 when they can't do that, it goes to the jumping thing. When you can do it with bad endings, you have to find a jump point to continue. It just don't, doesn't let you go to the entire chapter with, with one character without switching. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, so basically, um, either way, either thing you pick with Kano at this at that decision point, he ends up uh, seeing the guy, seeing a guy with a with the attaché case. Uh, heading back but he's like he's heading back towards Shibuya and so he keeps tailing this guy carrying this briefcase full of money and I mean who knows what's in the briefcase at this point honestly um but he keeps tailing the suspect he gets on a train and um and then when you're on the train this a mysterious stranger stranger walks near the perp and he has like an identical briefcase and he's talking on the phone and he's like yeah, 225 pages or something like that. And 225 is the police code for kidnapping. And so Kano's like, oh, this guy, he must be, he might be in cahoots with with this other guy. You know, they might be about to do a swap, but then they don't. And the guy walks away. And um, I like that you get the option to either, like, look away um, to try to not look like you were staring or, like, stare even harder. Um, and if you, like, both ways, it's, the guy kind of just apologizes for being rude, but I really like the stare even harder one, because the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry for being on my phone in the, in the train, that's very rude of me. (laughs) He's very rude of him. It is. It is. Thank you, yes. The best, one of my favorite jokes, one of my favorite jokes of this whole chapter, then Kano goes back to just, like, waiting, and then suddenly the camera pans over, and you just see, like, an anime girl t-shirt. It's so good. And it pans up, and it's Sasayama in an otaku costume. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think we can talk about it yet, but there's a convoluted bad ending you can get here based on what Tama did. We can talk about it. It's good. Okay. So... Sasayama is one of the people that Tama could have tried giving a bottle of Burning Hammer to, in which case he'll just say, oh, okay, thanks, and takes it, pockets it. No, he doesn't want, no, he doesn't. He wants to give it back to her, but all she does is, like, dance. As, like, That's right. it's yeah. me, I'm not gonna acknowledge you. And then he's just like, oh, fuck it, I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> this is also great, because the, the, like, little tooltip that you get when you talk to Sasayama has a little video that shows his other costume ideas. Oh my god, they're so good! And one of the costume ideas is hard gay, um, which is very funny. Like a like a leather, like a little romper and a hat. And, um, but it has, like, it starts with, like, Santa Claus for the holidays and, like, all these other costumes. But it's also Santa Claus with a badge that you can whip out to let you like, hey, guess what? I'm Santa Claus, the cop. You probably go to jail. Oh my god. I love that there's a little video. I, I like all the ones with little videos are great because the videos are never necessary and they're they're all very good. <laughs> uh, so if you gave Sasuyama the the burning hammer, then he gives Kano the burning hammer now, and Kano's like, "Oh, thanks. I didn't have breakfast." <laughs> and then he drinks it and he fucking <laughs> trips the fuck out. <laughs> 
the the like shot. That like... is also the uh, the default situation if you did Kano first, which is... yeah. If you just, yeah, if you just click on him, it's just like I'm a whiny anime boy, and oh no, I got too much chemicals in me. I'm gonna be <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> and so there's a bad ending there, which is great. Every bad ending where someone drinks Burning Hammer, anytime someone drinks bur- Burning Hammer, they die instantly, except for Tama, which is very good. Or is impacted by someone drinking Burning Hammer. Like there's, there's all the Burning Hammer endings are great. Yes, they really are. So um, Burning Hammer is almost really is worth the price of admission for comic <laughs> effect. I kind of want to drink some now. I mean, it's going to be bad for me, but I, I want to try it. Gonna... Straight chili oil, right? Isn't that what it really is? That's or... what they said, but uh, it's probably more. There must be more. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could just drink hot sauce. So if you, d- if you don't give Sasayama the burning hammer, though, this doesn't happen. But, uh, but we also... I, I also don't know if we get to see the tooltip with the special costumes. I don't, I don't remember. But anyway, they're on their way, and it says, like, next stop, Harajuku. So they're they're going, they, they go to a stop, and then they get off the train, and then the man gets back on the train and goes back to Shibuya. And they're like, what? and he's like, what? What's going on? And uh, they, so they go, so the, the criminals are kind of, like, giving them the runaround, it seems. Um, but they can't stop tailing this guy, because that's their assignment. And uh, then we get interrupted by Leland Palmer. Who shows oh, up and wants right. to talk to us. And that, that doesn't affect anything. You can talk to him, but you talk to him, and it doesn't affect anything. He's u- Also, you talk to him, he's useless. Yeah. 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 Yep. I feel like there's a few choices like this in this chapter where it doesn't really matter. That that bugged me, but yeah, whatever. So, so yeah, so you can talk to Leland, and or not talk to Leland, doesn't affect anything. And he doesn't have any new information. And then, um... Then... Kano gets a call from his boss, Kuze, who says that they have identified the guy who first got the case, the ambiguous Eastern European threatening man. And uh, and they're like, he's like a terrorist guy, and he's d- done all the bad things that you can do, which is very 24. Yeah. And, uh, they, so they know who he is, and, and, th- th- and then to be continued... Yeah, did we we skipped the, his phone conversation with Rumi's father? Oh right, sorry, I did not write that down. Which happened at some point. Yes, on one of the versions, he he, he talks to. Um... Uh, apparently, Rumi's father takes her phone while she's in the bathroom and calls him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he sees the number from her and he's like, "It must be important because she knows not to call me again." And it's the father. He's like, "You're not even going to meet me here in Nagano then." Yeah, and, and, and to reveal that uh, her father was, like, a cop, um, but he retired for some reason, which they don't know they don't know why he retired. Um, yeah, and, and then he tells, that that's where he tells him that he won't allow his daughter to, to marry any cop. And, and apparently the only reason he even became a cop was, was because he wanted to marry her. Because she respects her father so much. Wow. No dick dictum for that one. Yeah, the, I'm, the dick dictums are gone. That was like a chapter one thing. Yeah, there was a big lack of them this chapter. Because they're awful, yep. <laughs> there are a lot of things in this game that are awful, but I love them. And the dick dictums are one of them. Well, I think most of this game is things that are awful, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, that's... Yeah, so, so there's this drama with 
Ruby's father and like is is he gonna approve of Kano or not um you know what what's his angle also because surely he would respect a, a police officer you know who's managing of all things a kidnapping it's not like you know well he doesn't know that right Right, he doesn't. Oh well, I, he he might right like through because I mean if he's a if he was formerly a detective, he might still have the channels to be privy to that information. So I do wonder yeah. about that. Yeah, but he also could be the uh, the kind of cop who retired early and doesn't respect cops anymore. And I don't like you because you're a cop. I mean, just from a narrative standpoint, like that doesn't make sense from like a real world standpoint because most of the cops I know respect the cops. Yeah. You know. But like Breaking Bad kind of, you know, was that guy, Mike, whatever his name is, you know, he was, he was kind of sick of cops by then. I Could've wonder. Watched Better Call Saul. I wonder if the dad is there of today of all days and uh, because he's like involved in this kidnapping somehow, right? Like, and he, so he has to be there for some reason. And he's like, that's his cover. It's like, oh, I'll finally talk to Kano. Yeah. And keep in mind with Achi's. Uh, yeah dad who was being shady as hell in the first chapter that they could all be involved yeah mm-hmm. i i just this just feels like the kind of game where yeah every character will end up being involved in some way there's no like extraneous characters yeah. right this really does feel like one of those like exactly like 24 yeah exactly yeah yes. yeah exactly yeah, it's, it's, right it's just 24 i love tw- i love it it's good um this is a better version of 24 the the Japanese comedy twenty four. Yeah, a much a much better version of Chandler. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, so far it genuinely kind of is. Yeah, it's got more numbers. First off. Yeah, way better. Yeah, there's an eight they added. They switched around the two and the four. No one yeah. listened. Yeah. The, your conspiracy seems to be checking out. The further we go into this game, I'm telling you, barely even you wouldn't you know facts aren't conspiracies. Uh, that's true. All right, it is. let's switch to Achi. Um, so when we last left Achi, he and Hitomi were about to be shot by the mysterious man in a, with a cane, um, which seems like like of all the assassins to send, I mean, I know you just have to kill a kid, but like an assassin with a cane, like who needs a cane to walk? I don't know. I can't tell if he actually needs the cane or if he's just carrying it. I don't think he's with the rest of them. I think he, well, he's walking alone. Because he wants to kill her, but the rest of oh. the foreign, the, the foreign oh, yeah. kidnappers want to take her away. They want to kidnap her, yeah. And and he's Japanese, and the the, the rest of them are foreigners. So I think yeah, it's just separate factions here. It's also weird that Aji talks to him in, in uh, he says no in English first, and then and then says you know, and then continues to talk in Japanese. Where you're like, that is clearly Japanese, but. <laughs> I don't know what the game was trying to tell us there in the first two, two uh, He was just he was he looked like such a businessman. He was like maybe this guy will respond better to English cuz cuz it's cuz he's a businessman. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but so just as he's about to shoot Achi, um, he like gets a call on his phone and he's distracted by the noise for a second and um, you, there's like a bunch of different options that get you killed, but you hit him with a beer bottle and uh, fight, and then you are, then Achi and Hitomi are, are able to escape, and uh, they get away. And uh, Hitomi says, "We need to go to Dugenzaka," and she says that 
Or she doesn't say yet why, I guess. Um, yeah. And she's still being real cagey. And so Achi's like, that's fine. I was going to go there anyway. <laughs> that's where I live. Because I'm originally from there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and then, so they so they head toward Dogenzaka and they uh, run across the, the loan sharks from Tama's route. And you give them the, the wrong directions here and so that they don't uh, hit up uh, Tama's boss in Tama's route. It's such a good scene, though, because they just give yeah. the big old, like, hey, thanks, bud. Uh, we'll see you later. And, like, the wave behind them as they go completely innocuously. It's just a really, it's a fun scene to experience. Yeah. So they come across those people, and then they come across another group on their journey. Um, and they, they come across uh, the Studs of Shibuya gang, uh, which is a gang that Achi started to clean up the neighborhood, and uh, but but he was usurped by the current leader, uh, Susumu, who had turned it into like a like a gang of delinquents. Turned it turned it bad. Who doesn't have a cool name like Mean Clean? Yeah. So one thing about the localization here. Um... So, Stars of Shibuya is a very good, a very good name. <laughs> um, but in Japanese, they're not SOS, they're KOK. And the game actually doesn't tell you what that means right here in the tool. In the wow, tool. really glad they didn't keep that one in the English version. No, I know. I, 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 looked it up, I looked it up online and I think it, 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 it tells you what it means later. And hmm. it's really not the same vibe as Stars of Shibuya. They, they translated <laughs> it. They, they just made something. <laughs> It doesn't really give the same vibe, so I'm not... It, it, it's really good. I mean, I really like Stars of Chibuya. But this is one <laughs> instance of a really an inaccurate localization. Uh, yeah. So, so Achi has, like, a like a confrontation with Susumu, and they're, like, in the middle of shit-talking Achi, and then Achi's like, you talking about me? And they're like, let's get out of here, guys. And they were, like, hitting some guy up for money, or, like, threatening someone, and they all leave, and... He told me he's like, "What was that all about?" And he's like, "It's a bad, it's a bad scene." <laughs> I used like I used to know those guys, but like it's like he gets to be mysterious. Like she's been being mysterious this whole time, and then he like is like, "Ah, I have my secrets too." I also just like the there's one point where he, they're just talking. Is like, uh, "By the way, Susumu, we're not on a first name basis." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he sees a bunch of guys, like, roughing up a guy in his neighborhood, and they're like, hey, you better not say his name in front of us. And then he's like, oh, did I hear you bitches talking about me? He just saunters up, and, like, he's just like, oh, they're like, well, whatever, man, we're gone. And then they leave, he's just like, yeah, I don't like that guy. Yeah. So the next little little scene is that Achi and Hitomi come across um, a man by the train tracks who's like clearly doing something else. But when Achi asks him what he's doing, he's like, "Oh, I'm picking up trash," and uh, I don't know what he was supposed to be doing. And I thought this would be uh, in another route, but it's not. But if you're going to lie to Mean Clean, that's probably the best lie to come up with. Is he supposed to be doing something perverted that I just don't understand? No, it, it, it must be preparing, preparing for something that's going to be later on. No, he's definitely jerking it. <laughs> he's, he's in the middle of a public area, just like bu- trying to reach through like a like a, a, a fence that's in, around the railroad tracks. So, 
again, going back to my experiences in Manhattan. The casting call for that. It's like, hey, we need you to just be a dude that's, like, being shifty over here. Like, oh, oh, cool. Is my character any interest? No, he just jerks it. <laughs> the one thing I did notice that maybe what's going on here is that his tip describes him as owning a new knickknack shop in Shibuya. Mm-hmm. And that's what the shop that where Tama saw the, um, the bracelet was described as, a knickknack shop. Oh. So that might be the connection. But so this guy's lying, and Achi's like, okay, but he's like, great, somebody else gets it, and he's like, really like, oh, I'm so glad you're picking up trash. Here, I'm carrying this trash with me, and like, I can't carry it anymore, so here, you have all my trash, and and the the man's like, okay, okay, (laughs) and he just takes all of Achi's trash, and then they leave. His reaction was like, hey, how do I jerk it when I am carrying this much trash? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so that's all we know about that character for now um, and uh, and the next they, they just move on and next they go to a noodle shop where the owner is this uh, older lady who knows Achi and is like oh is this your girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, oh while they're walking also Hitomi tells Achi like the, the story which is that the kidnapper said to go back to Sh- Shibuya and look for a blue van and uh and so that's what she or sorry not go back go to Dogenzaka and look for a blue van and that's like um I that's all that they said and uh, she thinks her sister's gonna be there yeah don't talk to the cops and that there's gonna be this blue van and um so so then he uh, goes and talks to the noodle shop owner and asks if she's seen a blue van. Or she, like, goes off and is like, oh, like, Achi's, like, the, he's, she's talking about Achi to Hitomi. And then Achi, like, le- is embarrassed and eventually he, like, leans in and it's like, look, I need you to help me out here, lady. <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. It's uncomfortable. The choice, the choice is funny, too, because you can also be like... What was it like? Um, you have to ask her about the blue van, and it's like, "Hey, um, <laughs> noodle shop owners know everything, right?" Or like, "Nah, she wouldn't know anything. She's great." I forget exactly, but yeah. yeah, no, it is essentially that. Yeah, yeah, it's whether you believe her. Yeah, right. So you do have to believe her, and then there's a part where you have to jump, um, and you jump. Uh, from Minorikawa's route when you talk to Achi's dad and he talks about uh, that that stuff. He's talking about Achi um, and SOS. And so to continue Achi's route after the jump, um, they head to sort of the square or like to the the street and they see, they spot the blue van. And... uh, so it is, they wait, they wait, they wait, and, like, there's a version where they just wait forever, and it's a bad ending. Um, but they, they see the blue van, and um, and then you have another potential bad ending where Hitomi wants to just go up to the blue van herself, and you can either say, we're going to go together, or I'm going to go first, and you should say, I'm going to go first, otherwise you get a bad ending where she gets kidnapped, obviously, obviously the blue yeah. van is there to try to kidnap Hitomi, it's not that hard to figure out. Um, right. So Achi goes first, and when he gets close to the van, the guys all f- jump out. There's like four of them, 
and they start getting in Achi's face, and Achi being a, you know, a vigilante superhero, when this guy pulls a knife, he just kicks him in the jaw and knocks him out immediately, <laughs> and it just, like, starts an altercation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the guys are like, oh, we're gonna take this guy out. Um, but then all these people are around and they all start recording on their phones and taking yeah. pictures. <laughs> and so the guys are like, ah, oh, and they just leave. They drive away in the van. It's so good. Like, it is a great scene. Like, they're right, oh, that would happen. Yeah, that was very funny. And uh, so the van drives away and Achi is like, I'm sorry, he told me I didn't see whether your sister was in the van or not. Um, but I, I doubt that she was. And uh, so they run back, sort of into. Uh, they run back toward where the original like place where they were in the beginning, um, in in the scramble. Um, and uh, or, sorry, before they do that, they, they so like the van drives away, and the, the like Achi like looks across the street, and the man with the cane and the gun is there, and is starts coming after them, and so they run back toward the scramble and the man doesn't follow them and they're like oh it must be because all the detectives are well they don't know that but like the tooltip or something says like all the detectives are stationed there so that's probably why the man doesn't follow them because there's like 50 detectives still just all in that area right And but Achi and Hitomi don't know that yeah and that's the end of Achi's hour Mm -hmm. so the next one that I did was uh, Minorikawa. Damn it. The reporter. I know, I did Osawa last. Um, yeah, which is, yeah. It, which Spoiler is not, alert, not an Osawa fan. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but I, mean, I, I am a big Minorikawa fan, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah Minorikawa became this game's hero to me. He's great. Um, so we, we start in media res. Minorikawa riding his motor scooter down the highway. He's in a hurry because someone's life is on the line. He's very impatient, and his bike breaks down at a red light. <laughs> Probably because he fucking revved the engine like a million times. And so he has to take a cab. And uh, he's like, hurry up and get me. He has to go to uh, the headquarters of Heaven Publishing. And... Uh, <laughs> So he, while, while he's riding in the cab, we get a flashback to 20 minutes earlier, and he is a successful freelance reporter, which right away I was like, wow, the realm of fantasy. <laughs> 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 he's like, he's so busy and is very successful and he's overbooked all the time and has lots of work. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And, um... So he gets a call from the head of Heaven Publishing, whose name is Toyama, and um, he's like, I, I don't really have time, and, and Toyama just like sounds very defeated, and he, the way he talks to um, Minorikawa, he finally is just like, guess I'll die then, and Minorikawa's like, what? <laughs> and he hangs up the phone, and he, so he's like, I gotta run down there, because something's about to happen to this guy, and... Um, so he doesn't make it in time if Kano stops the cab, but if once you get past that bad ending, then he makes it to this building. It's like all the same building. The bad ending is that the guy hangs himself and he found himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he hangs himself. So he's, you know that he's about to hang himself. A little dark for Japanese comedy 24, but you know. 
24 always had a weird B-plot every now and again, too, so, you know, whatever. This is, this is more fucked up, because later we find out that this guy has a 10-year-old daughter that's about to come in. Yes! Yeah. What a piece of shit. And, and it yeah. gets worse, but... It is. And, um... Let's see, so... So, yeah, so when he makes it on time, then he goes... And, like, Toyama's basically, like, about to put this noose on his head. And... It's very, like, I mean, it's very fake. Like, the noose is hanging from, like, one of those ceilings with the panels that you could just push up, you know? So, like, I don't think you could hang yourself from that ceiling. I think it would just fall down. Probably, um, yeah. So, it's, like, it's it's very fake-looking. <laughs> like, mm. it's, it's, not, it's not great, um, just, like, the whole vibe of it, of just, like, you know, like, my business is bankrupt, so I'm just gonna kill myself. Like, that's not, that's not good. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but the whole setup is, like, kind of, kind of fake. Um, also, he, he had, like, multiple ways to kill himself, because then his daughter shows up and she's like, here's the plastic tubing that you wanted. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I think they're trying to play it for laughs, obviously. It's just, like, before you're in on the joke, maybe, because, like, this Minarikawa is my second round, and I got the game as trying to be funny with Tama, but, and other things, obviously, you know, but, like, it it, it came across as, like, gallows humor, so to speak, that I, it didn't land right away for me, you know what I mean? I was like, this guy is just an asshole, I, you know, like, this kid's gonna walk in on this, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, and, um... Put a, put a bad taste in my mouth. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, it was kind of unexpectedly fucked up. Yeah. And Minorikawa is even like, this is fucked up. Because then when he's like, Toyama's like, why are you helping me? He's like, I'm not helping you, you coward. I'm doing this for your daughter. Yeah. Well, the kind of situation this guy is... Togawa is called? Uh, Toyama. Toyama. The kind of situation Toyama is in is is stuff that you... People really do suicide over in in Japan. Not a thing you do suicide over? No, it definitely is. I mean, fucked up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it is sad. It's sad because, you know, it's just money. So the problem is that they gave up, uh, they gave out um, scratch cards with the the latest tissue, but they had a defect where you could see what was under them if you put them to the light. So they just got like thousands of winning cards that they had to pay out. (laughs) Yeah. So, um... So he's an impossible amount of debt, and in order to get out of this debt, or in order for the, like, debt collectors to, like, not, I guess, like, kill him or whatever, um, he needs the next issue of this gossip rag to be done by 8 p.m. tonight! And mm. otherwise, everything's ruined and he's gonna kill himself. And so Minorikawa is like, I'm gonna help you. And, uh, and he looks at the plan for how many articles, and he's got to fill, like, 12 pages, and it's, like, it, it, he's, like, it's so much, and he looks at the plan, and, um, he looks at th- three articles, and he has to cut one, and it doesn't matter which one you pick, he ends up, uh... Yeah, and, and th- those articles are about all of the other storylines in the game. <laughs> Each and yeah, every one yeah, of them. <laughs> and, and the one that he cuts is the one about organ trafficking, um, which to me just says like that's what the terrorist group is about. We just don't know that yeah. yet. That's a good. Call. Yeah, there's even one about the twins who won the um, Miss Campus competition, the university, which yeah. is obviously Maria and Tommy. 
<laughs> yeah. And then there's the SOS gang, and uh, and there's also something called Shibuya now, which has no description. And mm-hmm. uh, so he's like, all right. And he's like very, he's very uh, capable, Minorikawa. Yeah. And very clever. Um, and he, uh, but he's like, I can't do this by myself. I need to like, I need help for at least one of these. And um, we end up having to call the comedically hopeless reporter Chiaki Nanami who's <laughs> bad at talking to people. Can I just mention to set up a bullshit bad ending later? Yeah, this is this is the, the this is the worst bad ending to find if you didn't if you don't chance into it. Right. Um because it has nothing to do with the bad ending. The choice you make here has nothing to do with you, you can't foresee how it will affect the other one. Yeah. Right. It's basically yeah, it's like yeah, he says, like, I I don't know if I want to call her. I should probably try somebody else first. And then he tries a bunch of other people. He sends out a big mass email. And they're like, all like, sorry, I can't. And then he's like, all right. I have to. So you, you also figure this is one of those choices that really didn't matter. But it does, it turns out. Anyway, though, we'll get there. And a lot of the people reply, and they're like, fuck Toyama. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. Wild. Are they wrong? Who can say? And... I, you can almost imagine Minorikawa being like, "Yeah, no, I agree, but also I <laughs> yeah. got, I need a paycheck." <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't. I thought he's he not. He's do. not. He's not doing this for money. He's doing it to save the publication. Yeah, just so that this guy doesn't die. And uh, so Chiaki's doing it for money, though. Yeah, Chiaki's yes. doing it for money. So she's so Chiaki's apparently in a very bad situation. <laughs> She's this reporter who's so nervous that, like, whenever she tries to talk to people, she just, like, freezes up so she can't do interviews. And she's, like, infamous for, like, she gave an interview one time and she interviewed someone for an hour and she only got as far as asking them their name. And and he's like, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna help me. You're gonna go around outside and interview people. Or at first she's like, you're gonna go talk to this gang. And she's like, that's dangerous. I don't want to do that. And, she, and he's like, okay, then go outside and talk to people. And he's like... And she's like, are you sure? Well, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he's like, you're going to do it. And she's like, oh, okay. Because she apparently doesn't have any money to buy food for herself. And, and that's why she's sleeping. She's sleeping because she doesn't yeah. want to be hungry. One other uh, detail I like about her, she's too shy to be take, have a photograph taken by the game itself. Yeah, she has no <laughs> photo. That's funny. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so then we have a choice as Minorikawa to either go to the Burning Hammer Drink demo to get that story, or go to Endo Electronics for the, some other story, and, uh, oh, surveillance camera story, and, uh, the drink demo is the bad ending, and, But it's uh, a very, you... very good bad ending. It's the best bad yeah. ending in the chapter. Yeah, so if you go, if you go to, uh the drink demo then he goes there and he tr- he talks to the th- the grifter guy and he drinks one of the drinks and uh and he's like oh you you haven't had any have you had something to eat and he's like oh no but I'll, it'll be fine and he's like oh i don't know and he starts describing like what he's supposed to be feeling and he's like first you get really hot and he's like oh i'm feeling really hot then you get really sweaty and he's like oh i am i am and then uh the the image is like he like like steam shot out of his feet and like lifted him up into the ceiling. Yeah. 
Uh, and then he lands on the ground and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you for, for sell, trying to sell this to people. And he chases him around. <laughs> for two hours and then gets arrested. It's great. And that's the bad ending. That's also great. It's a bad ending for Tama. Uh, the other side of it. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And then, uh, cause yeah, her, <laughs> cause she got arrested. Um. So the good, the good, the right place is to go to Endo Electronics and talk to Achi's dad. So we talk to Achi's dad, Daisuke, who uh, has set up. Uh, well, the way that it sounded like sounded more like vigilante justice, but it's just he just like has the electronics expertise to set up uh, just wireless cameras, and a bunch of other business owners have also elected to have cameras in front of their stores to to deter break-ins. Uh, which is, mm. actually sounds extremely normal. <laughs> yep. And it talks about how they're like on a land or something, and like maybe that'll come up later in the story that like the bad guys were using that network to surveil the area to get an idea of like when to strike. Yeah, I feel like that has to be part of this. That's like one of those telling details. And a- another important thing is that Minorikawa is nice to the cab driver. He gives him like a hundred dollar tip. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the option to tell him to stay, too, right? But, like... Oh, yeah, if you tell him to go, he comes back, and I think it changes the scene. He gives him a tip if, if he came back, and but if you tell him to stay, then, yeah, it doesn't have a little scene where he's nice to the cab driver. But the cab driver is nice. I like the cab driver. He's a funny character. Um, yes. So, he talks to... So he goes in the store, and, like, Daisuke doesn't really want to talk to him. Uh, he's, like, got better things to do. Um, but while Minorika was trying to win him over, please give me five minutes of your time, he gets a phone call from the company, like, the manufacturer of a dry ice machine that he sold yesterday, and they say it's defective and it needs to be recalled. It, once it starts making ice, it doesn't stop. <laughs> Which is great. Um, and he's like, yeah, I sold it. And he's like, oh, I have to call the people. I think they have, like, a performance today. And one of the people that Minorika is going to interview next is this theater troupe. Um, so he's like, oh, that must be the theater troupe. So I have, so Minori Kawa knows that he could tell them that their dry ice machine is defective. And, um, so, uh, while he's talking to, so basically he, he like strong arms, uh, Daisuke Endo to get, to give him an interview because he's like, you know, you don't have time to tell these people and I can do it. Um, you know, I'm going to write an article that you're like selling defective products and unless yeah. you tell me, unless you interview with me. And uh, and then he's like, you know, I, I'll tell I'll tell these people about their um, dry ice machine if you if you agree to do what I say. So that was funny. And um, so while he's talking to uh, Daisuke about the security cameras then he also brings up how his son Achi was involved in uh SOS and Marikawa is like oh I'm so good at my job like this is great I've now I've got a lead on SOS and uh and then there's a let's see you can jump there's a jump to Achi's right at that point otherwise um he is like basically like 
he gets through the interview and he's like he's got a lead so he's good he's you know he's getting through all the things he needs to do he got the quotes from mr endo he calls in he calls chiaki to check up on her and she's like i'm too timid to interview people i don't want to go up and talk and, and ruin people's day by talking to them or whatever and he's like get over it <laughs> <laughs> so who knows if she'll get one interview by the end of today. I hope that one of the people that she interviews is like one of the other characters as they're running around. That would be funny. And uh, that's the end of Minorikawa's chapter. All right. Now on to the dregs. Yep. The <laughs> last guy is Hitomi and Maria's father. Yeah. And he sucks really bad. Anyway. But the detective he's with. It's very mm-hmm. good. <laughs> Very good detective. Detective Banana. Yes, Detective Banana is very good. <laughs> so, Osawa is um, Hitomi and Maria's dad. He's also uh, a director of research at a pharmaceutical company. And he also really likes J-pop. <laughs> 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 and it's very, like... I think I even wrote down in my notes. Yes, I said, I wrote down, hmm, it would appear that Osawa is a free and childish spirit held down by things like wives and responsibilities and business. (laughs) So that's his personality, is that he's like kind of like a childish man who is in a bad relationship with an overbearing wife. And uh, neither of them seem to pay special attention to their daughters. She's not the mother of the of, of Maria and Hitomi. Yes, she's an evil stepmother. Yeah. Right. And it makes me wonder if his first wife died from a virus. <laughs> I don't know. He loves viruses, though. Yeah, he loves he loves viruses maybe more than he loves his, his own daughters. Yeah, at one point he actually poses the question: What what does he love more, his daughters or viruses? Yeah, and <laughs> and he's like, oh, it should be obvious, but he doesn't say what it is. I can't believe this is the second game I've played with that where that's come up. <laughs> I guess technically third, but that's that's like that's a, a big thing in Resident Evil too. Remember the guy who loves the G virus? Yeah, he's got that daughter and he injects her with it because he yeah. wants to test his virus. Yep, that's the uh. fuck Japan. That I, I would think if anything, this is this would be a send up of that if they're connected at all. But so. The, the main thing is that all these detectives are in his house, uh, obviously, but um, Osawa and, and his wife, like, they're keeping them out of the loop, which they've said in other routes as well, uh, because they might, it might upset them or they might be involved somehow. So, like, all these cops are in their house, but they, don't, they can't tell them anything. Um, and so while this is all happening, Osawa, he's a very busy man. He's got a lot of stuff to do. So he's trying to, to work. He's got all these deadlines. His, his company is not, like, giving him any kind of reprieve just because his daughter was kidnapped. Right. <laughs> so he's got his assistant there, uh, Tanaka, I think. And um, he uh is he during all this he's gets a threatening email or a mysterious email um that shows people it says south africa one year ago and it shows people appearing to be dying of the ua virus is that how you say it ua that's how i've been internally pronouncing it so i hope so the ua the the ua virus um which is like is like the is like a, a hyped up version of ebola for the game and uh and so his virus research is about is on this virus and he's been trying to make uh, develop an antiviral and um 
the implication of the email is that uh, trials on on humans were conducted a year ago, and he, he's saying, and he was he like tell you know talks thinks about the virus and gives us the backstory, and basically only very recently have they even gotten to the point where they want to do trials on animals. So a year ago, it super wasn't ready. So you know who could have possibly ordered for for a trial on on humans uh, back then. Uh, and the email sender, who is listed as the letter A, uh, seems to be accusing Osawa of involvement and responsibility for those people's deaths, but he has no memory of such a thing, and he's like, no, like, that's, you know, the, how did this happen? So, uh, so he decides, um, or, sorry, while he's, like, reeling from this, his wife arrives in the room, and you have the option of, like, hide the window or keep the window open. I don't think it matters, because she lets herself in anyway. And, uh, while, uh, so she's like, are you, you know, you're not gonna move to America, or something like that. And, and he's like, while, so he was just in America for work last week, and while he was there, he got a job offer from an American pharmaceutical company to be able to continue his virus research there. And it's a larger company with a lot more resources. And so he's seriously considering it. But his wife is the daughter of one of the chairmen of the pharmaceutical company that he works for. And so she's like, no, you're like, you can't possibly leave. Why would you want to leave? And he's like, I don't want to leave. But, but like in the back of his mind, he's like, but I could be free. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to be free of responsibility. Just in the viruses. Yeah. Me and the viri. Absolutely the worst guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just an absolute garbage man. (laughs) Oh, Hitomi, of course I love you and Dengue. Hitomi. Uh, Hitomi (laughs) and the other one. (laughs) How did they end up being named Hitomi and Maria is my question. Those are such very different names. Well, Maria is is a game that you give Japanese children to. Uh, so they, oh, so yes, he talks about, like, the antiviral that he developed, and basically in this this timeline they invented nanomachines that can administer drugs, which is, I mean, it's a real thing people talk about, it's not like, not a thing people talk about, but nanomachines, we're here, folks, we're here, we found the nanomachines. About time. So that's what made it feasible for there to be, um clinical trials of his antiviral um so he doesn't tell his wife about the email but he brings in his assistant tanaka who seems to be like his best friend or or only friend (laughs) and um they exchange a mysterious dialogue and uh and uh osawa's like i'm gonna i'm gonna call my boss uh makino about this and tanaka's like okay i'm gonna start looking into this as well and um we learn more about the Uwavir. It's, it's Ebola. It, well, maybe it might be important. I feel like there's no way they would talk so much about this fucking virus if this doesn't very directly come up in the story. So I'm a, And it says the Uwavirus virus can multiply and become deadly in 12 hours. They, they do specifically compare its... Uh, efficacy? Uh, yeah, but to Ebola. Uh, Ebola takes yeah. seven days for you to show symptoms. This one takes 12 which is actually a point in Ebola's favor, but he um, points that into how uh, devastating the Uo virus is. So it does make me wonder, do you think the guy with the cane is infected with the Uo virus? That's what I think. Oh, it might be. 
and it's somehow Osawa's fault. Or, like, he blames it on him, and that's why he's trying to kill his daughter, because he's trying to get revenge by taking something away. I do like that Turbo said that that was a point in Ebola's favor. Like, that's, like, actually like a competition between the two viruses, and Ebola's winning by being more horrible. Of, of who can kill the most people, yeah. Right, yeah. I'm very, I'm very interested in the Ebola stats. Hit me up with those. <laughs> Top tier deadly viruses. I got, I need, I need the ratios. Uh, the fantasy game is coming up soon, so. I, too, love Viri. We all had to read the Hot Zone in, like, I had to read the Hot Zone. I don't. Y'all are all older than me, so maybe you didn't. If you haven't, it is a very good book. We had to read it in school, and it, I feel like that just like that's that's the full understanding of Ebola right there. Mm. And uh, so basically, he keeps he gets another email, and he's like, so basically, one year ago, somebody conducted these trials using Osawa's antiviral on human subjects way long before it was ready. Osawa was outraged by this, so he obviously was not involved. Um, and, but, but it's like, it's impossible, like, how, how could someone have done this, like, completely under his nose without him knowing? And so he, he decides he's going to call his boss, uh, and, um, he, he, like, he, it's like, are you going to call him now? Or are you, are you going to wait, um, and, like, calm down by listening to more J-pop? And, and he, like... <laughs> calms down and listens to more J-pop and then finally he's about to call his boss and he's interrupted by uh, Detective Banana and uh, (laughs) I don't remember his name it's something with a K Kamiana Kajiwara Kajiwara and Detective Banana um, he stops and he's like sir you know like I want to talk to you about something and uh and he's like i i'm really i'm really busy right now just like give me a minute and he's like okay but like all the detectives are kind of like get a load of this guy doesn't care about his daughter being kidnapped he's just, like too busy he's got to work but also like what else is he supposed to do mm-hmm. i mean he seems like the kind of guy like even if he wasn't shitty right like either you just sit there and be worried or you try to distract yourself by doing work because you you aren't allowed to get any updates yet right to, like you know to, to be fair like in college i knew a guy whose like brother was uh very very sick and um they weren't sure like if he, and he was like he wanted to like study with me for an exam and i'm like are you sure and he's like i need to like get away from this kind of you know like, I, you know what I mean? Like, so that's, like, it absolutely is kind of valid. It does so happen that Osawa sucks, but, yeah, under a normal person. Yeah, but then, like, a guy who doesn't suck might also do this, so. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <sighs> so, um, he, so he, he calls his boss, and, um, the boss is, is, like, very aware. He's like, did, did clinical trials go on without me knowing? And, and he, the boss clearly, like, knows what's going on, and he says, I can't, I don't want to talk about this on the phone. I talk to you about it in person. So it's not clear at this point whether like the company ordered this to happen or somebody stole it and they covered it up or we don't know who's to blame yet in this situation. But it's not looking great for this pharmaceutical company. Right. I think the boss he talked to is um, his wife's um, father too. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I, f- I forget. I don't remember what Aya's last name is. If it's Makino. But, yeah. Um, so, so he's going to meet him in person later. And uh, so he, then Osawa goes into the room with all the detectives, um, with Detective Banana. 
and we learn <laughs> we we just like his wife sucks. We we can tell that she does. They it's, all yeah, they're perfect. She really. doesn't care about she doesn't care about the daughter. She just cares about the ransom money being refunded to them. Yeah, there's another bad end, bad ending here, by the way. If you oh yeah do this before Archie, before um you do the very first thing with Archie where you save um Hitomi. Then the police gets a call that uh, Hitomi has been also kidnapped, and then he just loses it. And there's another bedding in here. Yeah. So we learned that I is not the twin's mother, and um, he, yeah, Osawa goes to meet with his boss, and Kajiwara's like, don't hide anything from me. <laughs> and he, off- he keeps, he, may I offer you a banana in this trying time? Like, and then he's like, stop, uh, no, I don't want a banana. I was like, alright, chocolate bar then. And he hands him a half-eaten yeah. chocolate bar. And then I guess Kajiwara doesn't go meet with Makino because he was, like, looking at pictures of his kids instead. And then he, he then he's like, which do you love more, your daughters or viruses? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did we also, was there a, the potential bad ending I mentioned with Minorakawa? That happens here. Yeah, I think I think it's here or a little bit earlier. Yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. But Around here, yeah. The other bad ending, which was tricky to find and kind of silly, in my opinion, is that Minora, even for this game, is that Minora Kala, in his mass emails to reporters, if he doesn't want to, like, get uh, the other lady to help him, accidentally emails Asala. And I forget what the subject is, but he makes him think his kids, are, uh, the daughter died or something. Mm-hmm. So he, like, freaks out again. No, he thinks it's another email from the, the person who sent him the previous emails. Mm. And that email just tells him to go to the um, to the publishing office. To have oh, that's right. You're right. So Sorry, just, yeah. So that's he just it. goes and there and waits there for, for a few hours and, and that's it. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and you said it was hard to find, but I act- that was one that I actually stumbled upon. Yeah, so if you, if you don't do that choice with... Um, Minorikawa first, then that's the default choice, so that just happens. But but yeah, but if if you get to it without finding it, it's difficult to find. Yeah, I thought that the you know the email Chiaki versus random people did not affect anything, and then I go into Osal's route and oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, things affect things in unexpected ways. Hmm. So that's that's all the routes. That's that's the hour. And then we. The, the teaser for the next uh, chapter has some fun text, like I, there's something about like there's no way I could fit an eel in there. <laughs> <laughs> there I, I remember something about yeah. like a foot-long eel. <laughs> yeah, a lot of goofy stuff. This is a goofy game, and it's a lot of fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's not, you know, like, great. I mean, in this chapter, we had, like, sort of a, like, not a joke about suicide, but, like, a handling of suicide that is very, like, trivializing. Um, It it was definitely played for humor, part of it, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then also fat jokes. So, like, this is the kind of game that this is, right? It was kind of laissez affair with it, yeah. Yeah, but I would say like the whole, the game as a whole is like sufficiently slapstick and childish that it didn't really weigh me down having to see those things. But I mean, I think it yeah. really depends on the person playing and and you know how much that something like that is going to bother you. 
I think it's like I think like even you know the like the the suicide stuff like it just isn't it's just not that funny is the problem you know no. what I mean like he hangs up it's like like I think the joke when she brings him the the rubber pipe and she doesn't know what it's for per se like you could probably do something with that I think is better and that had more potential but just like oh he's hanging and then his kid's gonna walk in on it and it's just like yeah I don't like I think it was like a just a hugely missed joke personally you know like or. They were like going for something. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't land at all for me. I guess mm-hmm. that's just me. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah, I, I, it feels like they're they can't just at points they can't decide if they want this to be serious or jokey. Um, and that one was their attempt to be jokey and serious at the same time in a way. I guess mm-hmm. it's. I felt. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like. I feel like they want this to be a really lighthearted, funny sort of tone kind of thing. And that was just, like, darker than that kind of humor really goes for, I guess, maybe. And, then, yeah, th- I think to your point, too, I think there is a point where I am su- I am supposed to care, like, what happens to Hitomi and Achi and all that. Like, I mean, obviously, I think it's going to work out okay for everybody. But, you know, maybe there's supposed to be a little tension there. Like, for real tension? I don't know. I mean, there's there's also, like, you know, life and death. There's a lot of life and death. People getting shot. So. Yeah. It happens. In, in Shibuya. Apparently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's still, I mean, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of goofy yeah. moments. The thing that made me, like, smile and laugh out loud the most was Satsuyama showing up in the fucking otaku costume. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> That must have been so fun for the actor, too, to just be like, yeah, you're just going to be wearing all these wild costumes, and you don't really have to do anything, we're just going to take a picture of you. Yeah, and just the way that it pans over and up is just so funny. That was my favorite joke of the chapter. (laughs) Although Burning Hammer was very good, too. Yeah, most of Thomas' chapter I liked a lot. Um, I think, like, yeah, I I was a little, like, kind of... It's hard to say disappointed in this because it's like a lighthearted, funny game. But I really feel like it's super obvious that she's Maria. I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, we already talked about it, but you know, I'm just reiterating it because mm-hmm. that mad. But um, also, I guess worth mentioning too. Same chapter, same characters for next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was hoping we'd get uh the uh weird uh burning hammer guy's a character, but I guess he's gonna stay a uh, NPC. I think I think the. the those are the characters that we're going to get for the rest of the game. There's no new ones, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I had a theory that, like, the jump points were kind of to kind of cover over plot holes, per se. Because, like, you from Minor- you can't get back to Minorakawa. No, it doesn't really work, though. Because you, you can't get back to Minorakawa at one point without jumping from Tama, I think, when she hears the sigh. Do I have that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is not connected at all to the hint system. Is just... Right. But you can't get there until you unblock the loan shark thing using Achi. The thing is, like, had you somehow, had you not done that and they take him away, Minorakawa's choice to go to Burning Hammer won't make any sense anymore because the Yanagashita's not there. You know what I mean? So you can never. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the jumps kind of make it, like, you don't need to go there to complete uh, Minorakawa's story, which kind of screws me up a bit. But that said, like, I feel like the jumps are there to spackle over parts where it's like, oh, this can't make sense because this part can't happen first. 
Yeah, when there's, there's conflicting bad ends, so they, they gate one of them behind a jump. Mm. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, re- I really do actually love the, the jump timeline. Like, the whole system yeah. of this is really fun. It's it's probably weird to hear all these stories linearly like this, because, like, the game, like... You are not meant to. <laughs> no, yeah, it shuffles them all, like, around and stuff, you know? Yeah, but... I don't know exactly if I like jumping around as much as you do in this like because it it definitely keeps it light right because you're jumping around and you're like losing context all the time so i mean it's not that hard to keep like five different stories in your mind but it's not easy either and it kind of like keeps it light like there's not as much emotional impact because i just had to like jump around and hear like three different stories and then come back to this one it does. It does make it very easy to to jump around. The, the timeline works great. I mean, it, you have you have a jump point in in, in every um, selection you can make, and then you can go back and back and forward uh, really fast in the text to just to read it. Yeah, that is nice. It took me a minute to like figure out how the scroll works on my on my uh, controller, but I, I figured <laughs> it out. In my mind, I was like accidentally. I didn't even realize that I was pressing the wrong button, but I was pressing up instead of down because flight controls, I guess. And um, and I was going backwards, and I was like, "This isn't working." <laughs> yeah, and it mar- it marks where, where, where the jump is. If you if you pass by a jump and you don't want to do it straight away, then you can go back to it with the time chart it's really nice the only thing i wish this game had was just like a log of things that were said because there's i maybe fada morgana spoiled me but there are times where i just like wait what oh, the it, backlog what there is one there's a backlog there it yeah it like if you press down you press down to skip if you press up it goes back and you can see the backlog okay it's not just a backlog it's both back and forward log you can go both back and forward if you yeah. already read what's going what's coming next yeah, yeah, it's a little more obtuse than usual, or well, it's a li- it's not in the place you'd expect, I guess, you know. But yeah, it's there. Yeah, you, you don't have to replay the like slow, like slow text uh, if if you've already read anything. It's all in the back and forward log. All right, well, that's Banana Detective for you. Um, yeah, on next episode of Banana Detective, we're gonna read chapter three. <laughs> Dick Dictum's Banana Detective. Is that it? Are we good? Five characters? I think we're good. Yes. Alright, see you next time for the next uh, thrilling chapter of 428 Shibuya Scramble. Dun dun dun. Beep! Beep! (laughs) I know what you mean.